Yes, welcome back to the Bowling Boys podcast. I'm your host, Sam Nicola. Today, there is a lot of football to talk about. We look back to Vienna and qualifying top of the group. A disappointing defeat against Manchester City, Brighton on Wednesday, and our game with Chelsea on Saturday. Joining me, Callum Jupp is with us today. Uh, check out his Twitter name, it's Callum Jupp90. Listen out for his mistake when he tells you about that himself in the podcast. And Sunday's fine Stephen goalkeeper, bowling boy Russell Harley, is back with us for another podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Cool, guys. Yes, welcome back to the Bowling Boys podcast. As you already know, we are here today with Sunday League's finest ever goalkeeper, Freddie Mercury lookalike. <laughs> Russell is still growing his tash. And Callum Jupp has joined us today. Callum, how are you, mate? All good, Sam. All good. Thank you for having me. Been looking forward to this for a long time. So nice to be here. Yeah, good man. People won't know, but me and Callum, we're on a school together, although he has got a year on me. You wouldn't know that by my haircut, but um, Callum has got a year on me. But uh, Cal, you are obviously you're on Twitter as well, so give the people your handle, and if anyone wants to follow you, I don't actually know me. I don't actually know my Twitter name, Sam. I set up a new one, so uh, <laughs> I think it's Callum A ninety, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, Callum A ninety. All right, lovely, Callum A ninety. So if anyone likes what Callum's got to say today, and you want to follow him, jump on that. Callum's all good, Russell. <laughs> You've got one more day left of a uh, tash growing. <laughs> I've just found out you're so bad at growing beards. I didn't have a clue it was going on, but you've just told us you've been participating in November. You would never guess that with that this piece of crap <laughs> I've got on my lip. <laughs> well, whoever listens to it will know that we mentioned it last week. <laughs> but genuinely, I've never seen you with anything like that in my life. And I've known you for nearly 25 years now, or 20 years, however long it is. I've never seen that on your face before. Mate, I've never seen it on my face before. <laughs> it's all, all, all for good calls. All for good calls. Exactly. Yeah, no, very true. Uh, what's everyone think of it? <laughs> she don't like it, mate. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't had no action this month. She don't like it at all. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't wait for that to come off tomorrow then. Uh, right, nice one, lads. Good to know everyone's well. Um, just in case we're all wondering, I'm doing well as well. So, yeah, let's go. Let's crack on. Right. We're going to go on to Vienna first, as that was last Thursday. We'll touch on that anyway. Um, it was pretty pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, Cal, I just said to you before we came on air, I'd had a few drinks when I watched it last Thursday. Yeah. As we couldn't go out there. Um, yeah. Me and a few of the boys went to Canary Wharf. Uh, I don't know if anyone's played that toker over at O2. Um, I see it. I put it on. I put it on the Twitter the other day. Uh, there's like an old school FIFA. Do you know like the Pac-Man machine? Yeah, you used to get one of them with all the uh, I don't know joysticks and buttons and all that. And Ryan actually beat me, which I'm not too happy about. But uh, no, we done that, and then we went over to Canary Wharf to watch the game. Um, and from what I saw from what I can remember, if you like, whatever, it, it seemed pretty straightforward. Even I'd say it was probably more of a B team last week than, than what it, it was a bit lesser than what he's been actually going with. I, I thought anyway, um, but we were still quite comfortable. Could prob, probably should have actually won it by more goals. Um, I mean, Russell, I won't say it out loud, but I did get it right. I did get the prediction right 2 0. So 
Uh, it's there's the first time for everything about 40 podcasts in. At least I've got one white. But um, no, yeah, so it was pretty straightforward. Got the job done, top of the group. We'll see you in March, hopefully, uh, in somewhere sunny by that time. And uh, we'll actually all be able to get out there and we won't be bloody banned by then. But, um, Cal, did you manage to get hold of the game? Did you watch it? I, yes, I did, mate. I went to the uh, junction up and stuff, stayed local. was meant to go with the boys, but obviously... Was you meant to be in Vienna? Yeah, yeah, we all had tickets to the game. Obviously, UA from COVID really it's ugly head. So uh, yeah, watch it local. Uh I echo your sentiment, Sam. I thought we got there's a professional job by us. Got the job done, top of the group, one game to spare, it's always good. Um I thought Vlasic done well. I thought that was his best game for us. Um good cross for Yarmolenko's goal. He had a little chance in the first half where he made a bit of space himself and he probably should have done better. But uh, I thought he'd done okay. Um, I thought Ariola done what he had to do. I think he made one one or two saves. Russell is the goalkeeper. I saw no more about that than me. But um, I thought he'd done what he had to do. Um, and I agree with you, mate. It could have been five or six. I watched the highlights today again before I come on. And Bowen had about three or four chances. Um, yeah, his little and, messy uh, run, didn't he? And then he, he keeps hitting it straight to the goalkeeper. I mean, if he, could, if he could put the ball in the corner, he'd have about 10 goals this season. <laughs> well, listen, one thing with Bowen, last year what I was critical of was he actually couldn't use his right foot. Yeah. One thing <laughs> I have seen this year, he, he's actually using it. So maybe hitting yeah. the corners will be the next <laughs> thing he's working on. But <laughs> yeah. it's nice to see. It's yeah. nice to see he's got two feet right now anyway. Yeah. And that he's actually not afraid to take it on. No, and it was, uh, so, and it was nice to see Sonny Perkins come on as well. And make his debut, and he could have had a goal. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Like we've just, I think we can all agree it could have been, or it should have been, more than two 0 And again, the academy of football nearly coming uh, yeah. up trumps there with, with, with Sonny. But I'm, I'm sure if he carries on progressing the way uh, that they want him to, then he'll soon be in the, uh, fighting for the team as well. But uh, Russell, what did you make of the Vienna game? Not much to really make of it. Exactly what they I said last week. They were a pile of crap. <laughs> Mate, they're the only team I've ever seen that's made Yarmolenko look like a Ballon d'Or contender. I he thought was, he was still like, rubbish. Exactly. But yeah. like he, 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 the two key moments of the game was he scores a header, which is about four yards from goal, and then he does some weird turn. It was great. Actually, I tell, I tell you, it's great seeing Nobes put one away. That was that yeah. was the, yeah. that was the only real good thing I thought otherwise mate I don't even think it. I thought it was more like a training session which kept the ball popped him around I mean when Kufel's having a shot on target you shitting me <laughs> <laughs> All All right. Right. Well, the one thing last year I think a few of us picked up on was Kufel for everything he's got in front of goal he shits himself yeah one thing I did notice though like we the competition between him and Johnson's absolutely brilliant, but like the actual deliveries Kufal puts in are unreal. Like I, I mean, we talked about that Sonny uh, Perkins, um, yeah. that cross for his header was superb. On the plate, like, is, yeah. is that is that the one thing talking about Kufal and Johnson? Is, is that the is that the one thing I'd I'd probably give Kufal ahead of Johnson? Yeah, I, I think I think Kufal is delivery from. Is much much better than Johnson's. Yeah. Johnson Johnson's got the ability to use both feet pretty well. I can't. He, he's he can play right back or left back, 
But I mean, in terms of actual delivery, like Kufels is second to none. I think super. I think only Trent got more assists than him last year. And that, that tells you uh, more than assists for, uh, than him as a right back. And that yeah. tells you everything. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. And listen, we won't uh, we won't go over that game too much because it, it was pretty straightforward in the end. I think Yarmolenko have got the other uh, Russ a great honourable mention for the Mr West Ham. Noble's yeah. first goal for the club in Europe, um, which I'm pretty sure we all enjoyed. And uh, Sonny Perkins coming on in the second half and nearly adding to that. That, that. that probably would have been the icing on the cake. But we are through straight to the round of 16 as well. So another little break, if you like, I think in February for the boys. We can go over to Zagreb now at home. Actually, I'll chuck this out there just now. So for me, now we're, that now the group's done, the first thing should be nowhere near Zagreb. Um, I, I'd, I'd play the I'd play the B team if you want to call it that the B team, the second team. I'd like I want to see youngsters in there though, and I think they should be getting at least half an hour. I'd actually start some of them, not even Sonny Perkins. I'd give him a run up top and things like that. Like yeah. Yarmolenko, he's done at West Ham. Yeah. He will go eventually. So he's done his job as part of this second string or whatever, but he's done at West Ham now. So he ain't, he ain't got to play this game. He can come on for half hour, but I'd rather see Sonny Perkins up front and see what he can do to give him a bit more experience than, than play someone like Yarmolenko. But um, yeah, could have so been more. I, 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 two or three of them, that Elise, Baptiste, uh, Dan Chester's, uh, yeah. even that, uh, is it Harrison Ashby as well, and yeah. Sonny Perkins. I think all of them should be in the squad at least, and I'll, I'll be looking to start at least two of them um, and, and seeing what they've got to offer. Because some of the boys that are in that, uh, like second string, like I keep calling it, they, they ain't going to be at West Ham much longer. So I'd rather see the youth come through in something you want to keep winning, but something that is a game where we can. We can't afford to lose it because we've done our job early doors. But, um, uh, Cal, what, what are your thoughts on, on the team for Zagreb in the next game? Because I'm of the pretty much, done I'm pretty much with you, Sam, really. Um, I don't, I mean, I like to see, I like to see him play <laughs> five of them, but he won't. Um, I think I like to see Baptiste partnering maybe a Diop. Um, I like to see Perkins getting on that. Chester's, uh, you know, throw him in. He's a winger, isn't he? You know, he's, he's got to be better than Yarmolenko. Um, but I think he'll give players like Fredericks a chance, Masuaku. Um, yeah. I, th- I think Nobes will play. So I, re- I reckon he'll probably maybe start two and he'll probably have about five in the squad, which I think that's what he'll do. Um, but yeah, I mean, that Ashby's actually highly rated. Um, and yeah, so we'll see what Moyes does. Yeah, I think he'll take them all there, wouldn't he? He'll take all five and he'll yeah. get them involved. Russell, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing you'll probably be along the same lines as that as well. It should be a pretty straightforward thing there, shouldn't it? Yeah, I think it should be, mate. It's, it makes sense with the amount of games we've got coming up. Um, I'd like to see, personally, I'd like to see Crowell uh, giving his chance alongside yeah. Lobes. Yeah. And get, just, to, just to get 90 minutes, because every, to be fair... <laughs> The one thing I'll say, when I watched him the other day in Vienna, I thought he actually looked pretty good. I know we're saying they weren't the standard of opposition, but for someone that's not played much football, he looked like he took to it pretty quickly. Um, one one thing I'd like to, and it is sentimental, because obviously uh, oh, I'd, like to, I'd like to see us give Dave Martin... I'd love to see us give Dave Martin a gaming yes. goal. 
Yeah, no, I'll, I'll see that. I'll see that come out on Twitter as well. And do you know what? Again, we, we've given ourselves that opportunity now yeah. um, to be able to do these things. And that's, that's what happens when you work hard as a club and as a squad. And I know we've got four goalkeepers, but David Martin is still part of this club and part of this squad. And if something like that can be done, and Moyes wants to do it, then I don't, I don't, I ain't got a problem with it. So it's a great no. shirt. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, if, I mean, if you're Randolph, though, sorry, Russ, if you're Randolph, you must be thinking, you know, my time's done here. If he, if he puts Martin in, but the he, he's got anyway, Cal. Yeah, I know, I, mean, I know. He's, he's the third choice. Like he's the third choice. He ain't, he ain't ever getting in over. Uh, Fabianski and Ariola need to get injured before him yeah. to get any sort of game time anyway. So yeah. he, he, he is done here. And I think it's a conversation. Like I know all footballers want to play, I know what you're saying, but if, if Moyes actually sat them both down yeah, and he, he said to David Martin, like, look, you can play it, and Randolph's sitting in the room with him, I think Randolph's the sort of person who would actually turn around and go, like, this is your club. Like, everyone knows West Ham's David Martin's club. Yeah. So I think Randolph would be happy to sit this one out and go, like, yeah. take your moment, how he did against Chelsea. And I, and I think that, I think that would happen as well. But, uh, Russ, did you have anything to add on that? I think Darren Randall's too busy motting out Alexandra Burke to worry. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, I'll, be, I'll see that the other day on Instagram. I was like, that's our first choice goalkeeper with Alexandra Burke, yeah. Mate, he, he's giving it a good old Darren Rand, isn't he? Car, bosh, bosh, bosh. Before we know, Russell, <laughs> before we start turning this into some sort of sadistic, yeah, exactly. I'm glad people can't see that. We'll move on and we'll move on uh, to yesterday's game against Man City, which unfortunately we lost. I couldn't make it yesterday. Callum, you did make it yesterday. First thing I want to ask you, um, on the highlights, I see a bit, have they got a safe standing now? I was in the middle tier, mate. So uh, I, can't, I can't comment on that. Um, it did look like it in the lower tier. It did so look like it. But I was in the middle tier. I got there 20 minutes late uh, due to uh, another tree on a line. So I missed the first 20 minutes. I've watched the highlights again today. Apparently, the first 20 minutes, we sort of dominated, apparently, yeah. from what I've heard. Um, if Ben Rama controls that cutback by Antonio better, then it could have been a different game. Um, but... City are, you know, City are a quality side, aren't they? Um, you know, could Cresswell show Mahrez on his on his right foot, possibly? I mean, it's a lucky goal for their first one. I think he got the fetch of, of Zuma and went into Gundogan's path. Um, but for me, we just lack quality in the final third. Um, and I think Moyes has come out and said that, and so has Rice, apparently. Yeah. Um, well, is that not, no. I mean, is, is this where we can start? It's easy to start picking out the bones of things when you're losing, ain't it? Um, but yeah. that is now two games on, on the spin we've lost, and yeah. two games from what I can get. Well, I mean, the Wolves one, I was there, and, and, we, yeah. and we were crap. There's no getting away, yeah. we were just crap, and we, we created nothing. And yeah. um, and then the same again. I mean, it's, it's hard to go to City and create, we know that anyway. For any team, it's hard to go and do that. So the two games we have had, yeah, it's actually hard to judge on because Wolves, for me, was just a bad day at the office. Yeah, the big thing I'll take out of yesterday's game was, I think we said it on the pod last week, Russ. Normally we'd go to this game and we'd be expecting, well, not expecting, but we'd be thinking 
just keep Free it, <laughs> just keep it like two 0 or something, and and you come yeah. away happy. But yeah, we was actually we actually kept solid for for ninety minutes. And if like Cal, like you're saying there, if if something else had fallen our way, if we'd yeah. gone one up, then it becomes a completely different game. Yeah. And I think we've got that about us now, where yeah. we could have come away with a point, if not all three. Yeah. If yeah, I mean, I've had got that. I mean, if I will say that. I'll give the players credit for they kept going right to the end like they yeah, kept see, going the walls, it looked like they run out of ideas yeah I mean they kept going right to the end and Declan he um, he had one of his fantastic runs of the ball driving forward and he he took just one touch too many and yeah. he sort of he ran the ball out of play and he, he knew it he knew what he'd done but do you know what they kept going right to the end and Lanzini scored a great goal um, he took that well I must admit Sam if I'm being honest with you for me Johnson Dawson and Ben Rahm had poor games. Johnson, um, Dawson, Ben Rahm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean I, I'll probably get hammered for this, but I'd probably, I'd probably make changes for the Brighton game. I'd probably take them three out uh, and three probably bring in. Yeah, I, I, I think Johnson's had two bad games now. He wasn't great against Wolves. And yesterday, he struggled with the basics, mate. I know the weather conditions didn't help, and it was it was tough to play in probably. Because but it just looked like... just about to see it on the TV. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's. I mean, for me, Ben Rama, he's a luxury, isn't he? He's a luxury player, and he's. And what was it? Not... What was it like out of possession yesterday? <sighs> he's hit and miss, isn't he, mate. He's hit and miss. He's not the track back every time, is he? No, no, you're right. You know, yeah. and I think, and I think Declan, I think Declan said a quote a few weeks ago saying, "You've got to tell him he's the best player on the pitch." He's a confidence oh, okay. player, isn't he? He's a confidence yeah. player. Yeah. Um, but for me, he's, he's just not given. Enough at the minute. Um, well, see, I, I tweeted yesterday saying that Moyes has yeah. shown a lot of confidence in starting Ben Rama over Bowen because the one thing we know Bowen does, yeah, yeah, the one thing we know Bowen does, and what Moyes likes, yeah. is his work ethic. Yeah. So, but then I started getting pelters for, oh, but Ben Rama, um, Ben Rama's also starting over four now, so why ain't uh, Fornells getting like why why are you not saying yeah. about Fornells or whatever? And I was just yeah. thinking, but the reason why Ben Rama hasn't started in past games is because Moyes clearly didn't like his work run. No. So now this was this no. was a game against a top top team for Ben Rama to finally show that. And like I say, I, unfortunately I couldn't make it, so I didn't see it. Yeah. So I'm relying on you, here, Cal. But what? What are you saying? You, you, he didn't show enough? Would Bowen have made just, a difference? Yeah, I don't think he showed enough for quality in the final third either. You know, I mean, he's, he's not the track back all the time, is he? I mean, you know Bowen. Bowen's a workhorse and so is four nails. And that, and that is a Moyes team, isn't it? I just think maybe if you took Ben Rama out and gave him a little bit of a kick up the arse, maybe, and show him that he's not indispensable, um, he's not invincible, you know, he, might, he, might, he might buck his ideas up. That's just my opinion. I mean, Russell and, and he's got the thing is with Ben Marmer as well. He's got his own little fan club for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I mean, don't get wrong, he's, he's a great player. I mean, he's given yeah. you know, he scored two against Genk, and you guys like that game, and he he, he shone there. But yesterday for me he was, he was disappointing. Um, and yeah, Johnson's had a couple of bad games now, um, and I just wonder. I will be honest here. I think you're being harsh on Johnson, and say he was bad against Walls. Yeah, he was pretty. <sighs> We was without the ball for long. The whole team was bad against Wolves. I've given that. Yeah, and yeah, I a mean, lot of what Wolves done come from actually having Creswell's side, um, and, yeah. and we, we did only concede the one. And I ain't been funny. You've gone to Man City, and again, it's a back to the wall job. 
and, yeah. and they've done all right again. So I think you've been slightly off some Johnson. I can see the Ben Rama one because in these games, when you ain't got the ball, you, you've got to run. You've at least yeah. got to show you're going to work for it at least. So yeah. I think slightly off on, on, on Johnson, but I'll take your Ben Rama comments. Russell, did you manage to get any of the game? Yeah, mate. I've um I've watched it. I've watched extended highlights, normal highlights. Um, I I think Cal was absolutely spot on with that early chance, because I think if that falls to anyone else but Ben Rama, we go one 0 up. If that's Bowen, he's hitting that first time, sweeping it up. Um, I do think against City that. But if it's Bowen, he's probably hitting it straight at the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mate. I reckon. Pay, not from that close. Come on, mate. He's on fire. He's shagging Danny Dyer, isn't he? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Emma, you've clearly not had it for a month, haven't you, with that tash on? Because you've turned this into like some sort of exotic podcast. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Bowling, boys. <laughs> God, what, um, what, what are your thoughts on what Cal's saying? Like, I mean, Cal's ready to drag Johnson, Donson, I think he, and Ben I think, Rama. I think yesterday was a steep learning curve for Johnson about the levels that he's going to... like. The consistency levels he's shown have been brilliant so far. He has been like a 7, 8 out of 10 for the last six weeks. But yesterday, you're coming up against a team which is going to be challenging for the top honours in football this season, let's be fair. Um, I think he got lucky In yesterday. bad conditions as well. I'm, I'm, ba- I like the same for both, but like, they get, are the better quality of player as well. Don't get me wrong, his clearance off the line was unreal. Like That clearance yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. He's adjusted his body so quick, but... Yeah, I do think I do I do think he got I, I do agree with Cal slightly. I do think he got slightly lucky that he weren't up against a Grealish or someone like that yesterday because he just looked a tad off the pace of his normal self. But that might be because of the conditions, like you're saying, Sam, as well as being as a Premier League fullback, he's quite inexperienced still. This is his yeah. first real yeah. like Best. long period where he's stayed in the team, isn't it? Usually he comes in and out replaces now and then he, he was always a backup there he's holding down his own place it's about keeping that consistency now and that was one thing that Kufel done so well last year and the reason why he didn't get a look in at right back um, it's just about maintaining that because he knows if he's not good for a game now there's a guy coming in who very rarely has a bad game as well so it is it, it's, a, it's a nice thing to have as a West Ham fan but obviously Take it on the chin and let's see what he's like against Brighton. With the Ben Rama comments, I found that I, I, I've got to agree. I found him starting quite strange I, I, against City. I thought he would have gone for good work rate to start off with, and then brought Ben Rama on later in the game. But he made that decision. He's the gaffer, mate. He always gets it right usually. But I thought that's what he was going to go for originally. Um, I, I see a bit of criticism on Antonio, but. There's, I don't think there's much you can do playing as a lone forward up top against City yeah. that feed off scraps. So every bit, every highlight I've seen, he was running down the, uh, yeah. he was running down the channels. He was holding the ball up. He was setting it back. Now I think he held the ball up and set it back when Rice cut inside and stung Edison's fingertips. Yeah. yeah, didn't he? So I mean, I thought we had, uh, I think we only had four shots on goal, but the other three shots that we had was, uh, I thought were good chances. It weren't like they were bad chances where you go sit and you'd be like, that. that's half chance, that's half. They're all pretty good chances and it was just, we put away the hardest one, if that makes sense. Lanzini, yeah, had, Lanzini had no right to score there. That is some mad technique that he's in mm. with. Yeah. 
Um, well, listen, there ain't too much more to, to say on that seed. No. Because we know it was going to be a tough, tough test and, and it, it just didn't go our way. So, I think the positive it, we've got to look it, at it, I think the positive we've got to look at it, again, we've still been in the game, the whole game near enough and we've, we've still only been beaten by one goal against yeah. a team that could potentially win the Champions League and the Premier League this year. So, take it, yeah. take the positives and move on from it. No, yeah, exactly that. So, so that's what we we, we will do. We will move on with it. But from moving on with it, like I want to get into the conversation we were sort of going with there. So, you also mentioned Dawson as well. So we move on to Brighton. Uh, we've got Brighton at home on Wednesday. Yeah, it's now it's now back to back defeats in in the league. What you were saying about Johnson, uh, Russ? I mean, he has, he has an experience that. In this period, where obviously we, we won every game he started, and he didn't—I don't think he conceded a goal today for however long. No one took him on or anything, and now all of a sudden this backs to the wall for him because he's, he's played in two defeat. So, what I will ask: if you now David Moore is going into Brighton, do you look at the both of the Premier League games and? You say what they are. It was a bad day against Wolves, and then you come up against Man City, and you stick with Ben Johnson. Or is now time? Is it now time to go back with the? It's December, first December. Ten fixtures, I think we've got in December. Is it now time to go back to possibly? Are you going to start looking at Kufal to come in and play against um, Brighton, Russell? I would probably. Brighton's main threat is that. Cucurello that comes down the left-hand side, the for, the wing-back that sort of... A lot of their threats come from the left-hand side. I'll probably... Because they've got Trossard and that Cucurella. Um, I think I would probably, for this game, go back to Kufal. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't start Johnson at the weekend. It's only good we've had so many fixtures in such a short space of time um, that I'd probably, after a difficult weekend, put Kufal in. But then I'd probably have Johnson back in for... The weekend, to be fair. What we got um, Chelsea at home on the weekend? Yeah, I, mate, I, I definitely would. Oh, that doesn't I mean, mean I'm losing faith. Come, it, it would, it would also depend on how Wednesday actually goes. I mean, if we go and beat Brighton, I don't know, two 0 or something, and Kufal plays well, you're not then going to just drop him back out, are you? It, it, it's a, it's a difficult one, mate. But that's why David Moyes gets paid so much bloody money. To be fair, yeah, that's why you're on the podcast. I, I want your opinion. Well, my opinion is, I, I would probably go with Kufal. But I wouldn't be kicking any trees up if Johnson starts, if right, that makes okay. sense. I've got faith yeah. in the youngster still. Yeah, good man, good man. That's what I like to hear. Cal, and what, 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 how would you go into Brighton with that Johnson Cavall situation starting a starting a boil? It's difficult, mate. As I say, I'm not. I don't want to dig Ben out because he has been fantastic, and he's a young lad and he's learning his trade. I just think those the Wolves and the City game he's been off the pace a little bit and I think when Kufal's come in with the Vienna game and yesterday he, he looked well um, good going forward even though he played him left back when he come on I would probably play Kufal personally Tom Kufal um, to come back in yeah yeah I, I, me personally I, I, I would mate I, as I say Ben's a young lad you know you just take him out the spotlight for a little bit have a word in his ear you know um and I would probably, as I say, I've, I think Dawson struggled as well um, against Wolves. So I would maybe look to maybe ch- uh, put Diop in. Uh, and yeah, so you, you said about Dawson yesterday, actually, didn't you? So like some yeah. of your uh, 
about what, yeah. what because Dawson for me, as I, I, I write him as a defender, I write yeah. him. He's no nonsense. He does yeah. what you want him to do. But yeah. with the way the game plays now and the way we play, yeah, he needs to be better on the ball, and he just yeah. hasn't got that about him. No, I mean, and I remember the Wolves. I noticed it. He was just yes, long ball, long ball. Yeah, I don't know what ball. was he like yesterday. Um, it's pretty much a bit the same, mate. To be honest, as I say, I, I think he, he struggled the last couple of games. I mean, I saw Moyes sort of on a touchline at Wolves, having a bit of a, a bit of a rant at him after he gave the ball away for the full time. I mean, look, we all make mistakes, but I would probably go for <laughs> Diop. Um, I'd go for Diop uh, against Brighton, and I would probably. Do you know what? I'd like to see Lanzini start a game. I think he was our most liveliest player when he came on against Wolves. He like you know he's only player looked like he wanted to make something happen, and uh, he came on yesterday again. And and you know when he was on the pitch, he looked lively. Um, I think he deserves a start, man, Manuel. And uh, I'd probably I'd take Ben Rahmer out personally. Um, well, I think that what you're saying about Lanzini is, is a great point because I, I think people have been missing this and he's been going under the radar. But yeah. the little Joel, um, as he's known uh, yeah. by, by us, he, he's starting to act like that again. And I think he yeah. started towards the back end of last season when he started in in that deep line role. Deep line, yeah. He's just... And he started to get on the ball. But what you've just said there about Wolves, it is spot on. And when he came on, in a game where that ball was just being banded around the whole pitch and 90 mile an hour and we couldn't get anything to stick. He was the only one, even over Deckers, he was the only one who was going, give me that ball, let me do something. And I think because he's he comes across uh, he comes across timid and shy, even on the pitch, you don't notice that. But what you do see, if you watch the game properly, he's always there. He always wants the ball. And he ain't scared yeah. against anyone, no. whether it be Man City or Newcastle. <laughs> Yeah. He's not scared to, to get that ball and he always wants it. And for that, I, I think he's now playing himself into Moise's faults. But if he is to start, yeah, because we're playing the 4 2 3 1, where <laughs> because Fournau normally plays in that 10 and he, and he, him and Antonio, I've got a good understanding about when yeah. to go, when not to go. But what I will say, what I think might need to happen actually. I think we need to learn to play about Antonio up front as well because there's other games and the fact that it's coming up to December, Antonio ain't gonna play every game. No. no. So I'd like to see I'd like to see something different where I think personally Bowen could could play the number nine or the yeah. false nine, whatever. But I think Bowen, when you get him on his left peg, he he's uh he's he's pretty powerful there, but it's a, it's a great point, Cal. Well, I think if you play, if, if you've got if you've got the three Bowen, Lanzini, and four nails behind that, you know, behind Antonio, they can always switch sides. I mean, Lanzini's he can use both feet, can't he? You know, they can always well, fight think, in between. I think, well, I think this is what Moise's policy has been within the transfer market because he knows he hasn't had bundles of money to spend. If you yeah. look at the players he's brought in, they're players who can do jobs. Anywhere across that front yeah. line, Ben Rama. I know he weren't a more signing, but you have got Ben Rama, you have got Bowen, um, Vlasic that he's brought in. Any them three can play literally any of them four positions. Yep. So I, I think now this is time, and it's going to be the time in December where I think we will start to see changes. We've got to see changes because the squad ain't big enough. It's as simple as that. And I think this is where we're going to see. It, it's going to be a test for Moyes, and it's going to be a test for us. 
Um, I'll, I'll tweet it yesterday, and I do believe it. Even though we lost yesterday, I do now think we're genuine top four contenders. But to do that, we are going to have to get back to winning ways pretty sharpies, uh, pretty sharpies as well, because um, Arsenal are literally it's only goal difference separating us now. So tomorrow is going to tomorrow Wednesday is going to be a massive game, and it's, it's someone something we need to pick three points up in. Um, but going on and looking at Brighton, what, what do you actually think of Brighton? Because they just can't find the net at the minute. I mean, they, they're going through a bit of a wolf spell. I actually think they're quite a decent side. This is my concern, Sam. They've got one in eight, have they? But, Cal, no. we're not that West Ham no more, are we? <laughs> um, I must admit, mate, I don't watch the Premier League apart from West Ham. So, Russell named a few players about five minutes ago and I'm, I've had to Google on my phone. Who, who are they type thing? So, um, but... No, um, yeah, fair enough. Well, Russell, yeah. what, what have you been making of Brighton lately? Because I, I actually watched them I watched the first half, I caught the first half against Leeds and they reminded me of Wolves at the start of the season. They're, they're seeing a lot of lot of the ball and they just, it was like our game against Wolves. Like They weren't really doing nothing to Leeds other than having the ball. I mean, we weren't even having the bloody ball, but other than uh, having a lot of the ball, they didn't actually, they've got Neil Mow Mopoy, ain't they? But other than that, they didn't really do much. So, is that have you been seeing Brighton in that way? Like, I mean, I'm, they started booing Brian Potter, didn't they? I don't know if Brighton fans think they are right now, but they started booing. They're sitting like what they're sitting eighth in the Premier League, yeah, and they're, and they're booing. It's incredible. But Russell, what have I've you been made of Brighton this season? I don't know why they're booing him because I've wanted them to go down every season since they've been in the fucking Premier League. I can't stand them. I generally can't. I, I, mean, I just can't stand them, mate. I, 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 just, I, I can't stand their stadium in the middle of nowhere. Not really get to. I'm yeah. sorry, I wouldn't mind them getting. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's be, maybe it's because they're. I, I think of them as our bogey team. Like I, I am actually. I yeah. hate whenever we play Brighton. I hate it. I mean, the, the fact that Danny Welbeck scored against us last time out, we played him, and Ben Rama <laughs> scored a special one. That geezer spent all last season on the injury table, plucked up against West Ham, and slots one in. You're kidding me. <laughs> No, step, four, uh, step four West Ham United, though, isn't it? That's it, standard, uh, which worries me even more about Wednesday when you're telling me they're eight, one and eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, in all due serious, in all seriousness, they are a good football inside, like really, really good football inside. They play the right way. Um, they're also quite a threat from set plays as well, which is, which is really like strange for the actual way they play football, but they've got like big dunk comes up from the back and he's always seems to bag one against us. Um, I do, f I don't rate their goalkeeper. I think he's brilliant with the, with his feet, but I'm not a massive fan of his. Um, so I think he's there to be got at. Um, I do like their left wing back. I think he's a proper player. That uh, Cucurella, I think they signed him for like 14 million from Getafe and he used to play for Barca's Academy, but he is a proper Threat and so is that Trossard. Um, they they rely a lot on their left hand side. Um, but then you look at other players they've got. They've got, um, oh, what's his uh, Lalana? Sorry, if he's yeah. fit. Um, decent player. Um, player. could pro could probably still play higher. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens. They're a bit of a bogey side, and I think I'm a bit worried the fact that they missed so many chances at the weekend. That they're going to start taking a couple against us, and that uh, 
that Mo- Mopay ain't scored in a while, which means enter West Ham. You know what? You know what's yeah. happening. Or, you know what's happening on Wednesday night, don't he, you? He's a shit-ass player as well, isn't he? He's one of them that like, you'd love him in your team, but when it comes to Wednesday, I'm going to hate him against us. Um, right, so I'll, I'll get I'll quickly get some predictions for Wednesday uh, yeah. as we move on to there. I, I personally think we proved it against City, and even though Wolves dominated, we was in that when you're only one 0 down, you're always in a game. So. I think we're defensively strong now. I think we're a different side. I think Moyes is capable of getting us. We've got a bit of bounce-back ability about us now. If anyone's watched Soccer AM in the past, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so, I, I actually think we'll stay solid. Like We're solid now. That is that is one thing we are now, is we are a solid team. Um, and, Brighton, and Brighton, they can't score. So, I'm, I'm, sticking, I'm sticking with my prediction that I said earlier, but I'm going with 2-0. Uh, I think it'll be two near West Ham. Callum, what do you think's going to happen Wednesday? If he picks a team that I've written down here, I think we'll win 2 1. I think we'll nick it. Two and what's, one. What, what's, what's the team you've got written down there? Because you you clearly want to get rid of free players. So who's coming in? Tell us what you got. So I've got Fab at the Fab in goal. I've gone for Kufal, Diop, Zuma, and Cresswell if he's fit. Obviously, he'd yeah. come off yesterday. Uh, Rice yeah. and Suchek. And I've got Bowen, Lanzini, Fornells, Antonio. That is that will be my that's my team for the boys. Boys might pick that, but so that's what I go for. And I'm going to go for two-one West Ham. Two-one Russell. I reckon we're going to win two-one, but I think it's going to be fucking nerve-wracking and cagey. I, 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 I'm really not. Look, I'm not looking forward to this game, Sam. I can't. I can't stress enough. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, people can't see you, but you genuinely worried. <laughs> I am terrible. I don't want to lose to these, mate. This is like the Astragoogoo of the Premier League in my eyes. I can't stand them. <laughs> I, I, mate, but we're all going for a win, though. Yeah, so at least uh, we should be getting back on track. If, uh, if we know anything about our football. Um, right, so we have got two games this week. We'll try and touch on Chelsea as well. There's a lot of football that we've got to try and fit in uh, to the podcast today. So we're getting through them. Um, but we're trying, we're trying to give, give their opinions on what should be happening as well. But one thing I think is going to happen on Wednesday, Kufal will come into the test. I actually think that's going to happen. Um, I definitely think that will. Like Cal said, it, it might be dependent on the uh, Creswell situation, but I can see Kufal coming back in. You, you might Either actually way. see, you might actually see Johnson switch over to a left back. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly that. So that's exactly what will happen. So it's, it's all dependent on Creswell. He might, do you know what? I think what Cal's saying about the Dawson thing as well, I can see that possibly happening. Um, and, and I think the Ben Rama one, like the, what the three changes you've called there, Cal, to be fair, they could all, very much easily happen, I think, and I, I don't think Moyes is scared to make them changes if he if he feels he needs to do them now. But we'll move on to Saturday. We'll just have a, a quick topic change here because we have got a big, big game coming up. We've got Chelsea at home. I mean, they're just an absolute steam train at the moment, aren't they? I think Man U were very lucky to come away with a point yesterday, and I'm being funny, but. Fucking hell, in 31 years, I've never seen Man U play such a defensive. Did you see that lineup? Mad. No. They had McTominay, Fred, yep. Matic, Wan Bissaka. I think they, so they had the four at the back plus the three in the middle. 
plus the guys. So yeah, that's the eight. And then they had Sancho, Fernandez, um, and Rashford. The other than that, I mean, I'm sorry, but I know Chelsea. Uh, Sammy Kelvs at the moment, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, but, this, yeah, but this, is, this, this is Man United. And I'll get what what I I'll get my work keen gets so irate. Man yeah. United playing eight in the back is unheard of. But just McTominay, Fred, and Mage, <laughs> I think even West Ham would be, uh, I've I seen, think even we'd be up in eye arms if I see that. I've seen Milk turn quicker than M3. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we're the ones who've got Chelsea on Saturday. Science. One thing I want to say massively, and now I'm backing Moyes on this year, if you've been listening to the pod from the start, you know last season I was up in arms nearly every game about this top six, um, in air quotes, top six business we have going on. Because I, I think Moyes was, he was just, uh, he, he never he never trusted his players in that. But I think he trusts them now. And I think he showed that against Man City. Because as much as he brought in the five, I mean, when it looked like a five at the back at times, we actually, he started with the three boys up top with uh, Rice and Sajic, where before and last year, he was always going uh, with a three in the middle. So I think he's changed that now and he trusts the players a lot more. And not only did we stay in the game for 90 minutes on Sunday, like Cal said, if, if any of them earlier chances had, had managed to find their way into the city net, things could have been a lot, lot different. So what I'm getting at is, by the time Sunday, uh, Saturday comes around, I think we'll be able to give Chelsea a good game. And I, I don't think Moyes is going to sit back again. I think he's got a team there. What we spoke about last week, Russ, we've now got a team that are ready to compete in all of these games. Um, whether that be Chelsea's steam rolled in the Premier League right now or Man City who keep the ball for fun and they can steam roll it at any time. I think we've now got a West Ham team that are ready to go into every single game and compete whether it's a team at the top or a team at the bottom. And for so long, I'm just, just trying to think now, I don't think ever have I gone into some, so, so many of these games thinking like, I expect us to turn up and, and put in a performance of some sort. This was a conversation I think we was having last week as well. It ain't, I'm not going into Saturday again thinking we're going to win. I actually think we might turn Chelsea over because they can't carry on winning or they can't carry on unbeaten and things like that. And I always think things have got to come to an end. So I actually think we might get something out of that game on Saturday, but I'm not going there expecting to win. But I do think now we're at a level where I can expect us to go and put in a performance. And I think that's exactly what we are going to do. And I think that comes down to Moyes trusting his players and being more, letting us be more free in, in, how, they, in how they express themselves against these bigger teams rather than holding them all back which I think was causing us problems last year. Um, but, Cal, you, you was at Man City. You see it for 90 minutes or, or yep. 70 minutes. But um, yeah. what, what, what do you think is going to happen then come come Saturday? Would, would you change what you've done against Man City? Would you keep it the same? Would you be even more defensive? I, well, I, I'm, I'm in agreement to you, Sam. Last season, I think we showed the top six too much respect. Yeah. And I think he I think he set up wrong for some of those games because we was in good form ourselves last season. Um, yeah. we've won we've won two out of four so far. We beat Liverpool, which I thought we were superb the whole 90 minutes. Lost to City, you know, we, we, we couldn't support there, as we said earlier. Man United was it 94th minute winner? Was it Lingard? And we beat Spurs. Yeah. And all four, all four of those games, 
we've given 100%. So I think if we give show the same attitude against Chelsea, who knows? I mean, we you know what we've what lost one of one again. I think we lost one of four at home to Chelsea. So uh, so we, yeah, that's not a bad record against them lately. Um, well, it's a it's a big game. Like, I mean, I'd like for for me, it's me Wolf Tottenham, and then it probably is Chelsea. I mean, that, that's that's the way yeah. I look at things. So I mean, you know West Ham, you know West Ham, so you know West Ham, mate. We can turn up for any game we want. Yeah. So I think I think we'll I think we'll we might nick a draw. I really do. Yeah, no, I, I don't see no reason why we can't go in and put it in. But um, but exactly what what you're reading off there as well is what I had massive rads with last year. But I think this year, once we've gone into these games, yeah, he, he has. We, we've looked more of an attacking threat, and I think he's given them yeah. a bit more a bit more freedom on the pitch against these teams. That's and what the only way is. to beat these teams is not go head to head, but no. you have to have something going forward. Last year. Yeah. We literally that FA Cup. Remember that FA Cup game against Man U. We literally sat as far back as you want with Yarmolenko on the counter. With, like it was just never going to happen. And I know people go, yeah. "Oh, we nearly got away with it." Things like that. But I don't nearly want to get away with things. I want to give him a good go and bloody yeah. try and get the win. And I think that's what he's doing this year. And we see it against Liverpool. Fully deserved victory. You're spot on against uh, Man U. Tottenham, I know they will give it their day and all that, but we deserve to beat them as well. And yeah. again, yeah. if if because of Sunday, when Antonio was up there, he went up there on his own. I know Ben Rama, he, the ball come unstuck, but it's moments like that. If you get them right, it completely changes the game. And last season, we wasn't even having them moments. So yeah. it, for me, it's a positive in these games. Uh, Russell, what's your take on, on obviously that? Direction against these teams and, and coming up Chelsea on, on Saturday. See, I, I think it's I think it might be a risk to play the four two three one against Chelsea because I think the way their fullbacks push on, um, I think it could catch us out because let's be the, the biggest threat's been their fullbacks bombarding forward and if you see that um, Reese James has been another level for me, so I think we could get penned back quite a bit and my biggest worry against Chelsea is uh, old Stormzy coming back from injury <laughs> Lukaku yeah <laughs> <he's>... <laughs> none of that none of that in the podcast please. no no um, Lukaku coming back is mate <laughs> he, he always scores against West Ham doesn't he um, so we've got Lukaku and Danny Welbeck in the space of three days yeah nightmares eh <laughs> yeah. So Russ, do you think do you think he'll play the same system he played against Man City then against Chelsea? Do you think he'll play Maswaku and Cresswell as a three? Oh. Like the three centre backs and then I'll, I would I think that's probably what he'll go for because I, I, I generally think like Liverpool are there to be got at um in regards to the fact that they only play a black, fat a fat a flat back four. Um but Chelsea don't. They play the three at the back, don't they? They have the that Chalabar, um, Silva and uh, Rudiger play as a back three. And they've been consistently playing as a back three all season with wing-backs, uh, two holding midfielders. And they just let their front three, uh, two behind the forward, have a free roll and do what they want. Um, I think he's been playing that Hudson-Odoi sort of like as a, as a left-sided wing-back because um, Chilwell was out. Again, that come it. As an attacking threat, 
I think that's gonna that's where they've been sort of overloading teams coming forward. And you we see quite a lot of their time, their fullbacks getting on the score sheet because they're overloading runs at the back post. Um it's, it's Chelsea's as tough as it's gonna get for us. I mean, they know yeah. they've just turned over Juve, and I don't care about Juve's league position. Smacking Juve 4-0 doesn't happen, even if they've got a pony side out. This Chelsea side are a good side. We've got to be at it. Um, I don't think we'll get smashed if we get beat. It will be like a 1-0 or a 2-1. We won't get smashed, but it could be a difficult watch um, against them, like nerve-wracking. You might have no nails left, Sam. Yeah, um, <laughs> well. Cal might be like 10 Coronas deep by <laughs> half-time. <laughs> Well, well, everything, everything my tash is there, gone. <laughs> everything you're saying there, Ross, I think you're spot on as well, to be fair. He's got yeah. to be a worry. But, like, I think what me and Cal were alluding to, even if he goes similar to Man City, it's something that's going to allow us to attack at the same time, where last season, I don't particularly think that was happening. Um, yeah. So don't we, get know me wrong. Be, we know it's going to be a difficult game, but we need to make sure that if we do have moments, that we're in uh, a position to take these moments. Go on. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Like Chelsea are going to be sitting there and they're going to be slightly nervous to play us because the last like we've played Man U there, like really should have nicked a point on that day. We've beaten City at our place, yeah, via penalties, but at the end of the day, we're well in that game, and then we've gone and beat Liverpool. So we have. At, quite a few big teams have come to our place and struggled. So they're going to be just as worried about coming to us. But I just feel that they've got a bit of momentum about them at the minute. And I think it's so key how we get on Wednesday to how what's going to happen Saturday. I generally do believe if we get a win Wednesday, we're going to be buzzing to get out of them Saturday. I think if yeah, we get enough... Well, if, if, if results go any sort of which way, but I mean, we could be well back in there in, in the title race come Saturday. Yeah. Just that. Talking about results, I've got a stand to win 2-0 on Wednesday against Brighton. Moving on uh, to Saturday. Listen, Russ, you, you spotted in everything you were saying now. Um, I think what me and Cal were, were like I say, what we were alluding to earlier, I think that's what we'll see. But um, we've got to be aware of, of everything uh, you you was going on about there as well. But I do yeah. think we'll win Wednesday and then that'll, that'll put us in good stead for Saturday. And I think we, I think we're going to win on Saturday as well, but I'm going to 2-1 Saturday. So, Cal, what's your prediction for Saturday? I think Russ made some brilliant points there. Um, I'm going to go 1-1. And I think I think us as fans, we can play a big part on Saturday. Half 12, you know, get, get right, the stadium. If you, if you don't, if you don't uh, remember... Uh, the, the stadium's better without fans, ain't it? According to the well, Moose. Well, according, according to the Moose on Twitter, who who's an absolute clown, quite frankly. Um, no, I think I think we can play a big part on Saturday, but I'm going to go one-one. Yeah. All right, Russell. I'm going to go. Oh, mate, I've been thinking about this when you when you said about the results earlier. I was thinking about it. And I was thinking my heart tells me we're going to lose two-one, but I'm thinking Saturday morning, early kickoff. We know what's going to happen. It's 2-1 West Ham, isn't it? But, yeah, uh, listen, if, if we win on Saturday, if you, you, you spot on what you just said. If we win on Wednesday, they're, 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 they're going to be absolutely buzzing to go again by Saturday. And Cal, you, you said it as well, the atmosphere there, we can play our part. I think if we... We need to win Wednesday. It's, it's massively, massively important we win Wednesday because if we don't win, you are going to go into Saturday just a little bit more 
on each yeah. pressure. Um, yeah. Where if we do win, that you like we we did speak about, it, you don't get free hits anymore. But if we do win on Wednesday, it gives us that massive boost where you think, fucking hell, if we win again, like something could happen. And I'm just buzzing for it. I'm just buzzing for Wednesday. I, I, I hate home games. I'd much rather be away, but two home games in a week, and uh, it could be a big, big week for us. So, lads, that's four games covered in quick time. Appreciate your help. Like what we started last week, Russell, I know you are massively excited for this. I've not, not. got a theme tune. I've not got a producer, so all I can I can give you a little one. Right, yeah, that's my theme tune for my Premier League quiz coming up. Do you want to know what the end tune's going to be? Right, Carl, let's crack on. Let's get this quiz going. I've got a quiz for you. Um, Cal, I hope you're not... Oh, Cal, you said you're not into the Premier League. Ain't very good. Neither's mine. <laughs> right, so, uh, Russell, I know yours ain't... He's up to scratch, so um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to give Cal the easier one. Cal, I'm going to start with you. Actually, no, I think this might be the other one. I'm going to change it. Cal, I'm going to start with you, though. Right. There was a game called off yesterday. Who was yeah. that between? Well, this is like being back in the periods. You missed the gunning. Um, <laughs> that was Bur- Burnley versus Tottenham Hotspur. Ding. One point. Yes, love that. Russell, uh, if you don't get this, then you might as well leave the pod. Now, who is Man United's new manager? Ralph Ragnick or whatever the fuck. Fudge yeah, is. no, that'll do for me. <laughs> right, Cal, I'm not sure how you're going to get off from the next two because they're a bit, uh, a little bit harder than what I just gave you. Right, yeah. Who is the who is currently the Premier League's top goal scorer? Mohamed Salah. Yes, good man. How many goals he got for an extra point? Eleven. Oh. He's probably had a bag. Oh, bloody hell. He's probably had a bag with the extra point as well. Right, come on in, Russell. Russ. Three, three one down. Um, bottom of the table, who currently holds that position? Newcastle. Yes, right, three two. I'm giving Cal that extra point. That's staying. Um, what fallback over the weekend, Cal? This is for you. What fallback yep. over the weekend reached 40 Premier League assists? <laughs> Don't match it, Russ, because Cal can see what you're doing. Probably Reese James, surely. Is that, yeah, he played about two seasons, didn't he? Nah, Reese James? No. No. 40 assists in two seasons. Well, he's having a fly, he's having a fly this season, isn't he? Could have been. <laughs> He'd be straight in my dream team. <laughs> Russ, no idea, Russ, Russ, you ain't having a point for this, but um, do you know the answer? I'd have said Trent or Robbo. Yeah, Trent. I'll give you a point for this, though, if you can tell me how many. Uh, I literally just said it a minute ago. <laughs> 40. <laughs> well, you're not getting a point for that anyway. 3-2, Russ, you've got to get this one. This is tough. This is tough, tough, tough. Who have scored the most headed goals this season? Fink. West Ham. Fink, no. Ooh. Well, I'm going to give you one more chance because I gave Cal an extra <sighs> I'm going to give you one more chance here. Have a most... good think of who 
heads the ball or not, who plays long balls. Burnley. Yes. Yes, Burnley. So, three you know the, only, the only reason I got that is because of that video of Sean Dyche smiling <laughs> in the snow and him going like this. Yeah. Well, I gave Russell a clue there. By trying and the fact you look guys. like him with a ginger beard. Yeah. <laughs> Jay White got me going on this week. Even if I had one, I had to <laughs> green. But we oh. won't go into that. Um, right, listen. Sam Dyche. <laughs> Free all then. So you boys are into the first ever Bowling Boys Premier League quiz tiebreaker. How do you feel? <sighs> Fucking hell, lads, help me out here. Right, anyway, right, Cal. Like I'm on the chase. <laughs> Cal, you can go first. How many goals were scored over the weekend in the Premier League? Whoever's closest is going to take the dub. Uh, I'm going to go for 24. Right, Russell, over to you. How many goals were scored in this weekend's round of Premier League games? Bloody hell. Is it higher or lower than 24? I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say 21. Oh, what fuck's he pulled out of the bag? Oh, no, sure Absolutely not. bang on the money, Russell Harley. 21 goals. <laughs> 21 goals. You know, Mate, the, only, the only reason you I said win. lower, well, it's... Uh, no, 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 no. What are you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to tell? I gave you the win there. What are you huh? trying to say? I, the only reason I said 21 was because I remember there was two nil nils on Saturday. Show as much as I want Right, it's only now, I tried to think Brighton's result and then I realised, oh, yeah, they fired blanks. There we go, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're going to smash seven past us on Wednesday. Uh, Russell, you are this week's winner of the Bowling Boys Premier League quiz. Give yourself a round of applause. Thank you. Well done, Thank mate. you. Right, now, Cal, you are this yep. week's guest. First time on, as yep. ever, uh, when we bring someone on, we get you to give us your favourite seven-a-side West Ham team. Not necessarily your best. No. Nope. Um, but the, the, your favourite players and, and, yep. and tell us why as well. So, over to you for the next part. Okay, mate. Night. Yeah. Uh, in goal, like most people, Rob Green. Mr. Consistent for six seasons. I was actually gutted when he left and then went to QBR. And I think if you asked him if he had his time over again, would he have stayed? He probably would have said yes because he didn't, he didn't exactly work out for him, did it at QBR with old uh, the Roman Emperor, Julius Caesar coming in. But, um, <laughs> now, Rob Green in goal. Um, Save Jermaine Defoe's penalty. What more to be said? Um, <laughs> the so hates Jermaine Defoe. I'll tell you that much. My back two. Uh, one is sentimental value, uh, sentimental choice. And that's Winston Reid. Uh, last goal at the bowling. And as you know, Sam, I despise Millwall more than Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone... Anyone that scores against them, especially a winning goal against them as well, deserves a place in my team. Next to him, uh, Big Ginge. <laughs> Big Ginge. You know, I think he'd admit he weren't the greatest player to ever play for West Ham, uh, but he's 100% all the time. And uh, Like one of us, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I want to see as a West Ham fan. You know, players that give it all for the shirt. That's, that's all you can ask, really. Uh, my two midfield players, Declan Rice, 
I think he's probably he probably will go eventually. I hope he doesn't. Uh, but if he's if he stayed, he'd be our Bobby Moore, Billy Bonds, and Trevor Brooking for our generation. Got rolled into one, or well, he, he could probably be our Bobby Moore. I'd say because yeah. he's got it all in he. He's got it all, big, boy. He is a, he's a fantastic player to watch. Yeah. Um, and partnering him is my my hero, the, uh, the, my best ever black cab customer, Mister Mark, Mister West Air, Marky Noble. <laughs> uh, I know he gets stick. I know he's everyone's cup of tea. But he's my cup of tea. So listen, that's the same midfield duo as me. So uh, we're, we're, we're hey, you, you had eight, you had Aiden Mullins in yours, didn't you? Although it's yeah. a, that is a great shout. That is a great shout. I like Tom Hayden. But <laughs> yeah, in the uh, in the hole is uh, Dimitri Payet. I think we can all agree that scene at the bowling was just magical. And I'm probably going to get some stick here for this next one because I've not picked the Canio. Um, I've picked Dean Ashton. Yes, for, for me. Dean Ashton was a proper striker. He could right foot, left foot, head up, outside the box. Similar to what Alan Shearer could do, really. Uh, De Canio never travelled past Watford. So, for that reason, <laughs> he, uh, he don't get in my team. So, he he uh, takes a back seat. He wouldn't be willing yeah. to go to, like, uh, I don't know, Manchester goals or something on a Wednesday night. Yeah, I don't think so, mate. No. So, that's my seven-a-side team. Green, Reed, Collins, Noble, Rice, Payet and Ashton. Look, that's the... I, I missed out, Ashton, uh, which, God forbid me, uh, that was a terrible, terrible I'll tell you it was, mate. On the weekend, it was his birthday, apparently, and West Ham Twitter put a video up of his goals. He was with his his um, his um two boys. And some of the goals he scored, mate, in such a short space of time for us, were actually proper strikers' goals, as we as we call them. So, Well, yeah. thankfully, he had that FA Cup run um, with us. And and just, yeah. I mean, just, just for that alone, I don't think yeah. you, you can ever forget someone uh, like no. unfortunately for us, that's that's as close to, we've got to, um, <laughs> to, to to getting anything, ain't it? And, and unfortunately for me, uh, my favourite ever non-West Ham player absolutely ruined it for yeah. us that day. But um, what yeah. a player Gerard was as well. Just a quick shout out to Stevie G as well. But no, Cal, great team now. Uh, really loving that. Russell, what do you make of Cal's team? Yeah, I think it's pretty strong, mate. I went for uh, Ashton and up top with Tevez as well. So Ashton was uh, unreal. And probably, Sam, if you remember rightly, we went to a pre-season game and he probably scored his best goal for us that day. And I bet that ain't in his goal highlight. The one where he ran from the halfway line against Roma, passed about six people yeah. and put it in the bottom yeah. corner. Yeah, that, that, that was a day I learned how to bet because uh, I lost the bet due to technical reasons. <laughs> I won't go into that, but... Um, he also made the grand shake as well, didn't he? On a on noble testimonial. testimonial, yeah. So it, it goes to show that um, what they he say, still, class, he still got it. Class is permanent. Yeah, as they say. Cal, finishing off your corona there in the background. Loved having you on today. Um, Sam, appreciate to get, it, mate. We're about to get quite a lot in now um, in, in one episode, but hopefully we've managed to do it and and had a bit of a laugh along the way, which yeah. is always good. Russell. As ever, thanks for coming on, brother. And uh, we'll be Get back that next week. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Russell will be tashless. And hopefully West Ham <laughs> will have six more points. Cool, on. Thanks to everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore bowling boys. And if you have any questions or want to be a guest on future shows, Don't hesitate to DM us. We've been the Bowling Boys. 
You've been great. See you next time.